Are you tired of your digestive system feeling like a circus act gone wrong? Introducing Ritual's 3-in-1 Gut Superhero Symbiotic Plus, a probiotic, prebiotic, and postbiotic all rolled into one. And with 25% off with the code POWER, there's no better time to check out Ritual. Let's break it down. Probiotics are like the cool kids at the gut party, keeping everything in check and making sure the good vibes are flowing. Prebiotics are their wingmen, fueling the party with all the right snacks to keep the good bacteria thriving. And postbiotics, well, they're like the cleanup crew, sweeping away the mess and leaving your gut feeling fresh and fabulous. So say goodbye to the gut drama and remember, there's no more shame in your gut game. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com power. Tossing and turning all night like a salad? It's time to put those sleepless nights to bed for good. Enter Tanasi, my sleep saviors, and they have science to back up their sleep, anxiety, and pain-relieving powers. Back in 2016, they invested a $2.5 million grant to Middle Tennessee State University to study the hemp plant. Turns out their special patent-pending CBD-CBDA formula is twice as effective as CBD alone and can be more effective than over-the-counter ibuprofen, acetaminophen, and aspirin. So if you're tired of tossing and turning like a rotisserie chicken, then Tanasi's got your back with their range of great products from tinctures to gummies to lotions. Tanasi is my go-to when I can't sleep or I have way too much anxiety. I'm so glad that I discovered them. So go to Tanasi.com and use the code POWER to get 25% off your order. That's Tanasi.com, T-A-N-A-S-I, to get 25% off your first order with the promo code POWER. Sober Powered is sponsored by BetterHelp. I was a stress drinker and I thought if only I didn't have so much stress, I wouldn't have to drink this much. But do you know why I had all this stress? Because I didn't have the skills to take stressors off my plate so they built up and wore me down. Some stressors are big and others are small, but carrying around 25 minor annoyances is going to have an impact on you. Plus, did you know that alcohol messes with our stress response system and decreases our ability to handle stress? It makes small things seem like a much bigger deal. Learning how to manage stress and take things off my plate has changed my life. I'm calm, I'm less reactive, and I believe that I can handle whatever comes my way. I feel proud of the way that I handle things now. You can get there too. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com sober to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash sober. For some, sobriety is the best thing ever and the benefits are really exciting. But for others, things may get worse before they get better. In this episode, I'm sharing seven unexpected things that happen in early sobriety, like acne, drinking dreams, night sweats, and sugar cravings. Whether you have a pink cloud or not, you'll probably experience some of these things. So let's dig in. I had a 
giant pink cloud when I quit drinking because I was high on not letting myself down every day, not having to hate myself so hard, and not having the 3am wake-ups of shame anymore. Not everyone will have a pink cloud though, and even if you do have a pink cloud, sobriety still isn't perfect. There will be challenges. And if you don't know what a pink cloud is, it's that time period in sobriety where you're just happy and excited and it's the best thing ever. So here are seven challenges that you might face when you quit drinking. Number one, you're probably going to get emotional. Even if you weren't consciously drinking to cope, that's what you are doing by drinking all the time. When you first stop drinking, it's really common to have a flood of emotions come back, and they're usually negative emotions. For me, it was intense rage, but for others, it might be intense anxiety. We used alcohol to control our feelings and our mental state. Every time that we had an emotion that we didn't like or felt something mildly uncomfortable, we controlled it with alcohol and instantly changed it. When you first stop drinking, you don't know how to regulate your emotions at all, so they just appear. So just know that it is okay if you feel a little bit out of control with your emotions or like they're too big. You're learning what it's like to have feelings again. And if anger is a problem for you too, then I'm going to be running anger management groups starting in February, so check out the show notes for more info. A 2008 study published in Addictive Behaviors looked at emotion regulation in early sobriety for people with alcohol use disorder in treatment compared to social drinkers. People with AUD struggled with emotion regulation much more than the social drinkers, specifically with being aware of what their emotions are and controlling their impulses. And that's something that I hear all the time from people in my community or in my programs that they don't know where to start because they don't even know what the emotions are. But that's really normal. And this study found that after about a month, people with alcohol use disorder significantly improved their ability to be aware of what they were feeling and why, but they still struggled with impulse control. And it's important to say that these people were in treatment and they were receiving support and therapy to learn these skills. They don't just pop into your life at a month sober and now all of a sudden you have better emotion regulation skills. So it's important to get support as you do this work. Number two, you may have dreams about drinking alcohol. And these dreams are very vivid, so be prepared. And you might just have really intense nightmares. They don't have to be about drinking alcohol. But if you have a drinking dream, you'll probably wake up believing that you drank for a few seconds before you realize it was just a dream. This can cause guilt and shame, so just be prepared for it. It goes away once you realize it was a dream. And if you're interested in how your sleep is going to improve, from now till up to two years of sobriety, then go listen to episode 75. But the reason that these dreams happen is because alcohol suppresses REM sleep. And REM is where we dream, and it's critical for proper brain functioning and emotional well-being. And lack of REM sleep for years is another contributor to why we exist in a mental fog while we're drinking and why we have trouble with our emotions. Our brain can't function correctly and our emotions are all over the place because we're not getting proper rest, even if it feels like you're getting enough sleep. It's not restorative sleep. So when we stop drinking, we get 
REM rebound because the brain starts to quickly heal now that it's not being blasted with alcohol all the time. So REM rebound will usually start about five to six days into sobriety. And what this means is that we start having more periods of REM sleep and they last longer. So overall, you're getting a lot more REM than the average person. The purpose of dreaming is to process our emotions, store memories and things that we've learned and recycle unimportant memories. So in early sobriety, you're having a lot of emotions about not drinking and you're probably feeling a bit anxious about it too. And since you're having more REM sleep than ever, you're also dreaming again. So that is the perfect combination for a nightmare about drinking alcohol. But those don't have to last forever and they get less over time. So don't worry. Number three, you're probably going to crave sugar. Craving sugar is very common, and from what I've seen, it gets most of us. There are some myths, like alcohol is made out of sugar, so that's why you're craving it. And I break down all those myths in episode 41 and and share more about why this happens. But what's actually happening is that alcohol was our main source of instant gratification and dopamine. And now that that's gone, our mind knows sugar is the next best thing that's easily accessible. Food and alcohol both activate our reward system, so sugar can be rewarding in a similar way. And I've also seen studies that found that your appetite for sweets is related to your appetite for alcohol. So when you try to cut out one, you'll have cravings for the other. And they found that during prohibition, when alcohol wasn't available, the consumption of sugar shot up like crazy. So this is a very normal experience. Some people will say that it only lasts a few months, and I think that's wonderful for them. For others, it lasts years, but the intensity will decrease. I was one of the people that it lasted for years because sugar is easy for me to use to deal with stress. But I took a 30-day break from sugar, and I discussed that in episode 165, if that's becoming an issue for you or you just want to hear about what I learned. Number four your skin might get worse. I developed acne for the first five or six months of sobriety and then it went away and didn't come back. Alcohol disrupts our hormones and it takes time for them to balance back out to normal. Your body is doing a lot of work internally to repair itself from all the damage that your drinking did and this can manifest itself in your skin. So if your skin gets worse in the beginning, then don't worry, it will clear up and you will have amazing sober skin. I also had really dry skin when I was drinking and the dry patches that I had on my face went away too. Number six, you may be really tired and have brain fog. And fatigue is very common, especially in the beginning. And this is because your body learns to run on alcohol for fuel and then you're depriving it of this fuel with no warning. I explained this in a lot of detail in episode 157, so go check that one out. Number seven, you may have night sweats. Alcohol is a central nervous system depressant, so it affects our blood pressure, heart, and the body's ability to maintain and sense its own temperature. Night sweats are very common during alcohol withdrawal, and this should be a signal to you that you are drinking a lot of alcohol. Take it or leave it drinkers don't experience withdrawal when they take a break from drinking. When you stop drinking and enter withdrawal, the central nervous system is able to come back online and function normally again. 
it quickly rebounds, and this can cause some of the bodily functions regulated by the central nervous system, like body temperature, to get messed up. I had extreme night sweats for the first three weeks of sobriety, and they were so bad that my husband and I used to laugh because it was just a shocking amount of sweat. So if this is you, don't get freaked out. It will pass. And I also want to say that the central nervous system can rebound too intensely, and this can cause very dangerous symptoms of alcohol withdrawal. So if you're concerned about withdrawal or you're starting to experience extreme confusion or rapid heartbeat, it's really important to go get checked out at the emergency room because it's just not worth the risk. And if you're concerned and it's keeping you from quitting drinking, then please talk to your doctor and get some support. Number eight, your mind is going to try to convince you to drink again. After a certain amount of sober time, your mind is probably going to start telling you that you're cured now and you can drink normally, or maybe you never even had a problem at all, or you went too overboard with the sober thing and you just needed a break, or you've learned so much and you'll never let alcohol control you again. And this is why it's important to have support, because if you're just trying to willpower your way through not drinking or you're white knuckling it, then these thoughts are very difficult to resist because there's no barrier between you and the thought. You can get a barrier or a sense of accountability through meetings, working with a therapist or a sponsor, making sober friends, being part of a community, joining a program. What helps me when I have these thoughts is to remind myself that people who can drink and move on with their lives never think about being cured or that it's going to be different this time because they just don't care that much. And also, they don't have anything to cure. If you're thinking that there's something that needs to be cured, that means that you have a problem with alcohol. And if you haven't listened to all my episodes on moderation, I have a lot to prove to you why this cannot be cured. I use these thoughts as a reminder that nothing will ever change. And I still think problematically about my drinking even four years later. And it just shows us how easily we can go back into obsessing about alcohol and thinking about our drinking all the time. These thoughts can come back as early as the same day, and they can get really powerful around day four when you're feeling better from withdrawal. It's so hard to get out of the cycle when you do a few days and then you go back to drinking. So if that's you, please try to get some support and add something different to your toolbox. And you may not experience all of these things, but I hope if any of them pop up, you'll remember this episode and you're prepared for it. And don't forget, if you want to learn more about any of these topics, I will have the other episodes referenced in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate if you could take a moment to leave a five-star rating and write a review on Apple Podcasts. I read all the reviews and I appreciate them. And it helps the podcast get discovered by more people that need this information. So thank you for listening and I will talk to you next week. It's Aaron.
And I'm Michaela, and we're the hosts of the Two Sober Girls podcast, and we are on a mission to spill the wild truth about sobriety. Forget the rosé all day cliche. Sobriety is flipping amazing. Absolutely. It's not just about quitting the drink. It's a gift you give yourself and your loved ones. So what are you waiting for? Break up with that old toxic relationship with alcohol and let us show you the possibilities. And here's the thing. Everything your precious heart desires becomes way easier without the influence of alcohol. We're not just two sober girls. We're also wellness coaches. We're here to show you how to optimize health, lifestyle, and beauty, feel sexy and alive as F. So stay tuned because we're rolling out new episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts and trust us. They have your name written all over them. We can't wait to share the magic of sobriety and wellness with you. Subscribe to Two Sober Girls Podcast today and come follow us on Instagram for behind the scenes action and send us a DM. We can't wait to meet you.